Welcome to issue 173 of Critical Encounters, a podcast about Marvel Champions, a living card game by Fantasy Blight Games. Here we take a good look at that most critical piece of the game, the encounter sets. We'll discuss those poorly understood characters, unfairly labeled villains, and their various plans to shape humanity and benefit the planet, as well as those so-called heroes intent on thwarting them. I'm one of your hosts, Vander Tabler, and joining me tonight is Daniel. Good evening, sir. Welcome to the show. Great to have you. Thank you for having me. And Steve. How you doing? Oh, I'm doing great. Oh, good, good. Well, folks, hear a new voice reading the opening intro. This is Mr. Tabler from FFG, and we'll get to that in a minute. But before we talk with our guest, uh, Daniel, yeah, what is on your mind tonight? Tonight, Steve. Tonight, I see stars. Ooh, I look up and I see five stars. For being truly villainous, Steve, we got another five-star review. So this one is short and sweet, which I appreciate, from Sir Appelotz, which I think is awesome. He says, good stuff, guys. Keep up the evil work. Oh, yeah. We will. We will. Thanks for the review. Yeah, thanks. All right. Well, we are not uh, the only good guys doing evil work here tonight. We have a special (laughs) guest on in the hot seat for our interrogation room. Uh, Xander Tabler. Am I, am I saying your name right? I hope I'm saying it right. Uh, it's actually Tabler. Like, Tabler. Tabler with an R at the end. Yeah. Tabler. Okay, Xander Tabler. My apologies. I'm sorry. Oh, um, no worries at all. I don't think anyone has ever pronounced it right the first time, so you're good. Okay. Uh, you know, my villain elementary school failed, so... Uh, <laughs> on, on grammar, so it's terrible. You should see my typing, so... Uh, uh, <laughs> anyhow... Uh, we want to welcome you to the show. We're, we're, this is great. We're going to ask some questions. We're going to talk about some stuff. We have some surprises after the interview. Surprises? Uh, surprises. surprises. But I think what we have to do is we have to start with a really easy question. So I'm going to do it. Um, who are you? <laughs> <laughs> like, yes. What? Yeah. what is it you'd say you do here? <laughs> <laughs> what, what value do I provide? Uh, yeah. <laughs> so... I'm Xander Tabler. Uh, I am FFG's community engagement specialist. Actually, as of tomorrow, which will be a little while ago once this uh, podcast airs, uh, but I've been at FFG for a year uh, as a marketing organized play coordinator. Uh, I'm move, officially moving into a new role. Um, and so I am also an avid game player and a lover of all things Marvel. Oh, all right. So community engagement specialist, what does that, what does that mean? Yeah, so my position is uh, a lot of basically listening to fans like you all uh, and like just making sure that our communication is clear. And we don't haven't really had a position like this in the past, but it's something that we are. It's a new initiative that we want to engage differently with uh, different players and all the games and the things that people are following. Uh, so that's like going to events and meeting other people, talking to content creators like yourselves. Uh, just a lot of bringing people together around the games uh, is kind of how I picture my position here and well, my role. Right on. I mean, did you basically admit you're forced to listen to us? <laughs> yes, yeah, I'm not forced. Not I'm forced. so sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> yes, I I truly love it. It's like the best part of my day is when I get to sit down and like listen to podcasts or watch videos and read comments and see what people are thinking and feeling about the games and new expansions and titles and whatever is whatever the newest topic is from ffg i i just love hearing what people have to say as well as like 
talking with everybody about it because obviously I'm, I'm a huge fan of our games as well and have been for years before I started here. So it's it's just a dream come true to be able to talk to everyone about these things that I'm already passionate about as a job. Well, speaking of these dreams come true things, I've, I have a feeling that most nerds out there think of Fantasy Flight Games as like the greatest place on earth that one could ever get a job. How did you find yourself there? How, how did you end up on their doorstep? Yeah, so I actually, I was working, uh, I finished up my master's degree in 2021 um, in education and, you know, other background things. Uh, and uh, I was just happened to be looking for a job in late 2021 and was trying to figure out, oh, what do I want to do? And I'd always been a fan of FFG, so I was like, you know what, maybe I want to go work for a game company. Maybe I'll take my shot here. And so it actually lined up perfectly. I was working in marketing at the time and uh, had been running different like game events uh, in my hometown and getting people together around games. And a position opened up that was organized play and marketing. And I was like, wow, that's that's what I do. Maybe I'll uh, take a chance here. <laughs> and so uh, I sent my application in and the rest is history. And so I've been, been uh, with FFG since early, very early 2022 like the first month there. So yeah, it's been, it's been awesome. That's great to hear. I have to say, I'm really excited to hear about this new position from FFG. Um, Daniel and I, and I mean, people that I know, we, we've been playing FFG games for 10 plus years. Right. Um, and uh, the more communication we can get from FFG, the more engagement you can get, the more organized play. I think that's great. Um, having somebody that's sort of like spearheading that can only be good for both the community, for FFG, for the longevity of the games, um, for guys like us that are making content. I'm I'm really excited to to see this new initiative coming out of FFG. I'm really excited. So yeah, I I really am too. I like I said, I really enjoy listening to you all and everyone else on all the other different games. I mean, there's there's so many channels and things, <laughs> yeah. but uh, it's it's really I it'll be definitely a learning curve. It's something new that we want to try, and I think it's uh, like you said, it's something that's really gonna it's gonna be worthwhile. Uh, and I really hope that it streamlines some processes for content creators like yourselves and for fans to know, hey, this is where we can find information and things like that. And I, I love interacting with the community. So uh, hopefully this leads to more uh, me coming on here more and in bothering you all on critical encounters here and uh, <laughs> chatting no more Marvel bother. in the future. No, Steve, we might even give this guy a key to the lair after this. Tonight, huh? <laughs> oh, one of the um, guest wings. Yeah. 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 One of the. Yeah. yeah. It's a different sewer entrance, but you'll find a way. <laughs> So will you be working with organized play? Uh, like, you're not, jo Josh Massey, he's the organized play guy. So are you guys like working hand in hand that in order to, you know, facilitate all this sort of thing? Oh yeah, Josh, Josh actually was my supervisor in my old position. I now am supervised by someone else, but yeah, I work with uh, organized play because uh, we're all under the marketing umbrella and we all work together on things. And I'm sure you know some of the other people that you've had on as guests like Peter Schumacher. Mm -hmm. uh, we all work together on a lot of the different uh, initiatives and plans around it. But yes, OP mm -hmm. is uh, something that I am very passionate about as well. And while it's not the center of my attention now at all with uh, moving away from the OP coordinated position, I am very excited for where OP is headed and what Josh's plans are for oh, all of our games. Great. Yeah, you'll have to talk to Josh for us and, uh, you know, have him come on the show. So. I I will <laughs> pester him. He uh, He would be a great guest and he I'm sure he would love to. Yeah, well, we'd love to have him on. Um, Dan, should we move into some Marvel history? You said 
you are a Marvel fan, so I feel like we have to ask you some Marvel questions. Yeah, I do. Yes, I I am a fan of Marvel. I I did not grow up a whole ton around it. I actually kind of like stumbled into comics in high school and was like, this is really cool. Wow, I love this. This was like a key thing that was missing from my life. So wait, you actually read this stuff, Xander? I do read this stuff. I I occasionally do. You know, I, I, I watch, I read, I do that stuff. Outside of watching and reading anything you all put out, it's it's all the other, you know, the Marvel content and uh, other things like that. But yes, I, I the most recent, I'm trying to think of stuff that I've read recently. The one I read, like, on a yearly basis, I go back and read um, Matt Fraction's Hawkeye. And that is, like, my, my jam, okay. my bread and butter there. Okay. Um, that's too bad. I mean, Hawkeye, all right, fine. Uh, but that's For a good run. reason, Steve has a contentious relationship with Hawkeye. I've never. Daniel doesn't me. like Iron Man. I don't like Hawkeye. Whatever. Okay, we'll move on. Uh, but that is a good. That is a good run, though. That's a good run. That's a good comic. That run. is. Yeah. Um, I mean, he's just a superhero that's not like has no superpowers, right? Yeah. Yeah. It, he's. Yeah. It's just about him hanging out, protecting this apartment building. Like, what? What can go wrong? I mean, uh, things do. But uh, it's, it's a really interesting story and very like down to earth, and I loved it. Uh, so, so you're reading Hawkeye every year, but do you like do you have a, a favorite hero or comic run that you, you like other than that? Oh man, that's definitely my favorite comic run hero. I have quite a few, and <laughs> I feel like now that you've given me the hints on who you don't like, is I, I feel like steered what? away from saying that I love Iron Man. But oh, uh, okay, I, that's fine. It's okay. <laughs> well, it seems to happen more often than not. <laughs> He's just very interesting. Uh, I, I really do love Iron Man. Uh, I'm trying to think of a non-controversial answer for this now. Um, I really like Havoc. Big fan of Havoc. Okay. X-Men, right? Yes. Yep. Okay. Summers. Okay. Yeah. He's, uh, I just find him very interesting as a leader and uh, really enjoy anything that he shows up in. All right. Xander, we're, like the, we're the villain side of things. So who's your favorite villain in the game? In the game. So, or out of the game. Just who is your favorite villain? Or out of the game? Oh my gosh. Uh, so many options. So I'll, I'll, I'll go with in the game first. So I'm fairly new to Marvel Champions. I like have played, you know, scenarios here and there from different expansions. And uh, I'm finally now sitting down. And I was like, you know what? I need to learn how all this functions in the campaign setting. So currently with my wife, we're playing the Rise of the Red Skull. Um, just, you know, we're going from the beginning and we're going to run through it all. Uh, and so I really have enjoyed Taskmaster. That was their latest oh, one. Oh, great. Okay. Uh, I just like how, yeah, I like how he punishes you as like a hero. It's like anytime you change, all of a sudden it's like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, he's a little <laughs> dangerous. <laughs> uh, so I really like Taskmaster. And I like him, in, uh, you know, outside of the game as well. Um, but for just Marvel villains in general, I think my favorite is Doctor Doom. Oh, nice. Okay. He's good. I mean, he's so epic in scale. Grand. That's, that's a good villain. Yeah, he just he is like what you want a villain to be. I feel like in my head when you think of a, when I think of a villain, I always think of Doctor Doom like immediately. And I think there's a lot of really fun stories with him um, that are interesting. And I feel like he's just I, I love the smart villains. I, I'm not a, like a beat 'em up villain kind of guy that are like more bronze than brains. So Doctor Doom kind of yeah, like you said, he's got that scale and he he knows what he's doing as a villain. Sorry, Rhino. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, sorry, Rhino. Not, <laughs> you're not, not, you know, I'm sure he's just breaking and taking. Yeah, yeah. 
and I get it. Like I, that's that's completely fair, and I'm sure Rhino has some fans out there, but it, it's just I'm not one of them. I guess. <laughs> I, I, oh, I love him. He has a very sympathetic backstory. I, so. Yeah, he does. He does. Yeah. And I like how he confronts problems. Just going right through them, head on every time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. So, mo- so comics, the game. Do you have, you you watch the MCU? You're big in the TV shows. You have any yeah, yeah. one of those that you you're really getting into, or you, you enjoy? You know. Yeah, I, I I was pretty caught up. I I've fallen behind now. I just you know, there's a lot of content to watch and uh, yes. read, and so I've fallen more more and more behind. But I I'm one of those people that always waits till everything's out too. So then I I also feel like I forget about it because the hype has died down by the time that I usually watch things. Mm-hmm. But I, I really enjoyed a lot of the TV shows that I have watched. I mean, I watched Loki and enjoyed it, and WandaVision was great. Um, and yeah, so that was good. Ones. Yeah, I, I thought they were just really fun. I love WandaVision. A lot of like the uh, homage to like classic television and stuff was just so fun. Oh, it's such a great show. So phenomenal. And just like the mysteries behind it. Like every episode, I was like, okay, what? Like something's got to happen. Something like something's <laughs> going on. And I just, I, I love having that every time I watched an episode, I was like, okay, I have to start the next episode. I have to find out what happened. All right. So we talked a little Marvel history. Um, let's, let's talk the game a little bit then. So you said you're f- fairly new. Uh, are you playing the game regularly? You, you mentioned your wife you're playing with, you play solo yeah. multiplayer. Yeah. Me and my wife play. I actually just, we taught some of our friends this past weekend, uh, how to play and, uh, really just enjoying it. I'm someone who I love, uh, you know, the so-called heroes here. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, there we go. and so I, yeah, I, I, uh, I love like just playing as some of my favorites and pull them out of the box and trying new things with them. I think that's such a fun part of it. Uh, but I'm trying to play more and more. And so I'm like looking into, or I'm getting some of the expansions down and things, but I, I am very much a mix them up and match, mash them uh, with the heroes that I love and like trying every single aspect with, every single hero that I love just to like that's, see what happens. That's the way to play Xander. That is, I mean, it shows off the versatility of the game. It does. It yeah. is really fun. And like, there's so many, I love some of the, like the team up between heroes. Like my wife and I have been playing as uh, Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch. And it's just been oh, so nice. much fun. Who's who? I'm Quicksilver. I, I love Quicksilver. He's, he's Quicksilver. one of my favorites. And I just love the re-reading yourself over and over. And it's, it's very fun. <laughs> Yeah, they're a good combo. They're they both have so many. They're doing so many things all the time with her counting the the boost icons and him readying up a lot. I love those kinds of characters too. Oh yeah, it's just you know do everything just a little bit and you can manage is what it feels like. So you say you're deck building with your heroes, right? You're playing lots of different aspects and different heroes. How about with the villains and the modular sets? Have you taken the opportunity to like deck build on the encounter side? Are, are you mixing and matching or are you just playing things straight? I am starting to, uh, I move around a little bit, but it's one of those things where I'm like, Oh, I need to play the campaign. And that's like kind of been my goal lately. So I feel like after I finish that and I see that villain, every single one of when we end, I'm like, I know what I'm going to do next time. It's like, I, I, we, this, this set might be good with this. Cause I'm like, there's just, like you said, there's so much versatility and it's just something that the minute you finish, you're like, let's do it again, but tweak it and try something new and i feel like that's how i every, every single game that i've ended and it's that exact same way that's how you know it's a great game you're thinking about it after yes mm-hmm. right <laughs> so all right i got a, a kind of a silly question here right 
Actually, this is my favorite one, so I'm going to ask this one before Daniel tries to do it. All right. So we, we've talked history and game mechanics and, uh, you know, who you are and all that sort of stuff. But and, and we know a little bit about this new job that you have. So the real question is, which part of your job would you most like to have your evil minions do for you? Or are evil minions do for you? Yeah. Your evil minions. I could bring them in. Um, oh, totally. Yeah. I, I, I guess since I'm just starting this position, I'm not sure exactly what my answer will be tomorrow. Um, but my answer today, I would say, is product sheets. I think tracking uh, engagement and things like that is like, it's, it's very fun. It's re- or not very fun. It, it is rewarding once you can look at data and like, okay, good. These things are happening and people are enjoying these things. But the writing it out, I'm like, oh, I'd rather be listening or watching or talking to people. That is definitely my side of things. So if I could have minions Type out the data for me. That would be you know, wonderful. Xander, this may shock and amaze you, but every FFG person we've had on in the interrogation room has said something along the lines of the menial tasks would be the things they would like. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Uh, except yeah. for except for except for Molly Glover. Oh really? What yes. did Molly say? Hers was the best one. Uh walking. She would have them carry her around the office everywhere she went. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh! Oh, that that'd be my answer. I if I was in the office, I would love for the minions to go and pick up my food from the fridge each day and grab the things <laughs> like that, and then I wouldn't have to, you know, worry about what I was eating or anything. They could just go get me lunch when I need it. That'd be nice. Then I could just sit there in the office and enjoy that and chat with the yeah. coworkers and stuff while they run around and pick up my fast food for lunch. Fair enough. Pretty standard evil minion jobs. Yeah, I like yeah, it. Yeah, just, yeah, just... Yeah, give me a burger, fries, all that jazz. Yeah, I got a few minion names that I feel I are qualified for this, Steve. We can send them over. Okay, yeah. Yeah. On, lo- on loan. We need them back. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, of course, of course. I understand. I'll keep going with some of these uh, silly ones. So, uh, speaking of the office, who do you think in that office is uh, the best villain? Hmm? Or the peskiest hero? Since, you know... That that's our show here. The best villain. I'm trying to think of the uh, the best villain for us. I don't know about a best villain, but I think the best villain hero combo uh, is our uh, organized play producer and our organized play graphic designer. They, uh, Corey, our producer. He he will not mind me saying this. He is. Particular around things, which is great. Like that's the eye for detail. He needs it, uh, and he loves costuming. Our organized play graphic designer Michelle, who's wonderful, and they they love just going at it occasionally. Just it's all fun and games, but they they are a perfect villain hero combo of like I'm going to bother you today. Oh, please don't. But you're quite <laughs> on through. <laughs> do they do they switch roles from time to time? I hope. <laughs> Uh, not that I've seen so far, maybe someday, oh, okay. but, uh, yeah, uh, okay. yes, they, it is very fun to, they, they get along so well and it's, it's great hearing them and like the work they're doing is awesome. Um, and so I, it, uh, they are definitely the ones that I would think of as a nemesis and the, the <laughs> awesome. hero working through it. <laughs> I, I love how you didn't say which is which that's yes diplomatic and wonderfully done. <laughs> I try, I try. I, I don't want to. I don't want to start any fights because then I might have a new nemesis <laughs> yeah, as no. well. Well, Xander, one thing that villains really love is that when they do have guests, 
guests that bring gifts to the lair. And I see you've got something in a bag that you you, you brought inside. What What is that? I mean, yes. I assume it's for us. I can only assume I, it's a gift for us. Yeah, I mean, if you don't want it, I, I have to bring it back. I'm sure, like, we can find something else to do with it, burn it, whatever. Yeah. Whatever. Um, Open the bag up. That's but fine. if you're if you're interested, I, I did bring some preview cards from Next <gasps> Evolution if you're interested. Steve, did you know this was happening? I knew this was happening. Of course oh I knew. I know, I know everything that's happening in our lair. Oh, Except for whatever that was thing. last Wednesday. Yes, it was my master plan. Nice. Uh, and Xander, you said these are what? These are two, uh, some preview cards from Next Evolution. Uh, so oh, we have goodness. two from the Encounter set, uh, Black Tom Cassidy. What's a Black Tom Cassidy? Oh, what is a Black Tom Cassidy? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, obviously we'll be doing lore on this individual at some point, but... Next year, maybe? By the next time year, maybe, but I've never even ever heard that name, ever. I, I, I don't... I also have not. <laughs> this, I, <laughs> I was great. told uh, by the designers that this would be a perfect one for you all. Oh, uh, specifically, yes, yeah. we definitely love the villain and the encounter set preview. So yeah. Black Tom is a mutant whom had undergone various alterations and secondary mutations throughout his criminal career. So, and he has some sort of bond with plant life. Oh, okay. All right. Okay, all right. I think that that's enough. Uh, spoiler. Uh, sure. Lore for now. We'll have to do a. I'm just a curious to see why this is perfect for us, Steve. Yeah. All right. Well, here you go, Daniel. Why don't you? Uh, why don't you read the fans the the first spoiler card? Okay. This is a minion called Creeping Willow. Oh, Steve. I'm just looking. I'm I'm already so happy. Oh. Okay. okay. Creeping Willow minion zero scheme one attack with a force response. It is wood traded, Steve. <laughs> Is this, well, wait, did Absorbing Man have that trait? He can have it sometimes, he yeah. He can, right? Okay. Yeah. Um, Creeping Willow has three health. Doesn't sound so great, but wait, Steve, there's more. Guard and Quick Strike. Okay, okay. And his Force Response, or its Force Response, I, after Creeping Willow attacks and damages a character, stun that character. And he's got one boost icon and a special boost, and the special boost, you are stunned. Oh, this is a good, this is a good wow. little minion. Oh, so we, Xander, on here, we love Quick Strike because that's our favorite. Often thing. a minion will die before it gets a chance to do anything. Not this guy. This guy is going to get to attack, right? He gets to attack because yeah. of the Quick Strike, and he could he could stun somebody. That's great. Yeah, oh. it, and just wait. The second card, you know, there's two. So, oh, let let's see what the first, the other one is. Yeah, do, Xander, do you want to read the second card? Sure. So this is another minion. This is Black Tom Cassidy. Uh, it has one scheme and one attack. And so uh, it's criminal, elite, uh, and it says villainous. Black Tom Cassidy cannot take damage while Creeping Willow is in play. Oh, when Ooh, yeah. When revealed, search the encounter deck and discard pile for one copy of Creeping Willow and put it into, uh, into play engaged with you. Then you shuffle. So you're bringing out that Creeping Willow right away. Wow. And okay. he has th- he has three boost icons as well, which is yes. nice. Okay. Villainous, love villainous. Okay, so let's say let's say Black Tom Cassidy comes out first. He comes out, he goes and gets a creeping willow. He is now he now can't take any damage because there is a creeping willow out. The creeping willow comes out and since it has quick strike, it immediately attacks you and could stun you. So if you do get stunned, 
you can't attack the Creeping Willow back or Black Tom or the villain because it has guard. Like you have to, there's a lot of layers of defense here. Which yeah. Is pretty nice. Yeah. Oh, this will uh, bring a smile to all the villains out there uh, <laughs> rooting oh. for them. What? The What's Black Tom Cassidy carrying in his right hand? Is it a spear? Yeah, some sort of scepter, right? Some t- okay. Like, yeah. okay. Yeah. A plunger, maybe? <laughs> <laughs> That's it. It's a That's plunger. It. It's a plunger. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so interesting. Oh, an, an elite criminal. Okay. But not a mutant, Steve. You said something about mutations. Yeah, he's not a mutant. Interesting. Huh. Well, I only spent like, yeah, I mean, it, a super quick Google search does In turn up. In your cursory one second of study? Yeah. 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 Oh, I like him. I kind of looks scared. like Doctor Strange too. Does yeah, the art's the really goatee, nice. Yeah, uh, goatee, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, and the you know the pulled back hair kind of thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, folks, there there are seven cards in this encounter set, mm. which means we have Black Tom, we have a Creeping Willow. There's pro. I'm gonna guess there's more than one Creeping Willow, right? Because it says, so. I mean, you're gonna search for a Creeping Willow. So there's probably a couple Creeping Willows. One, two, three, four, and maybe a side scheme, maybe some I hope it's a side treachery. scheme that says you can't kill Creeping Willows until the side scheme's gone. Oh, that'd be great. Oh, that's so good. <laughs> that would be amazing. <laughs> and then, like, a couple treacheries that do that tie into all of that, right? Yeah, that'd be great. Oh. Yeah, I like this guy. Thanks for bringing him on. Wow, so, Danny, yeah. thank you so much. No problem. Happy to this... uh, bring some more things to the lair and uh, mm-hmm. drop them off with you. I'm glad, uh, glad it's something that fit, fit your fancy here. This is a mighty gift. Yeah, you know the greenhouse was looking a little sparse, so yeah, no, um, these would be great. Yeah, put them right in there as long as they stay put. So, um, Steve, you're one of these Marvel nerds. Who is that in the clutching vines of the creeping willow? Oh that- yeah. Well, no. okay, I don't know who it is. I mean, it's an X Men by maybe by the look of the uh, okay the belt. But he looks right. like Storm Shadow from G.I. Joe because he's like a white ninja guy. Right. But he's, that, I, yeah, Do you know who it is, Sander? I don't know. I believe that's Phantom X, if, I, oh. if I'm correct. I think so. Oh, okay. okay. So it's not a guy from Mortal Kombat. Okay. No, <laughs> I don't think so. That's a fair guess. But <laughs> yeah, I think it's Phantom X. Oh, these are great. So yeah. exciting. <laughs> From Spot World. Mike had a hot take on this. He says, I love Creeping Willow as Quick Strike, and even though it's only one attack, you have to kill it because it has guard. I love the villainous on Tom and that he summons the Willows. A very cool encounter set, and I am really excited for it. Thanks, Mike. Let me just throw this spot over here and see ya. Yeah, thanks for bringing these on. Cool. All right, well, and uh, folks, we'll post these in our socials so you can take a look at them directly. Uh, just like we always do, but we're not done, right? We're not done. We 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 have something else uh, that you're going to talk about because coming up, I guess in, in a this summer is Gen Con, and you oh. had some Gen Con information for us too, didn't you? Yes. So I'd love to talk. This about is you. more gifts than we deserve, Steve. <laughs> Tell them. Oh, <laughs> no, I'm I, I'm happy to chat about all of it with you all. It, it's been great, and so. Yeah, Gen Con is coming up. Uh, we're really excited. A lot of the events have been posted already, or all the events have been posted. We're super excited for uh, people already signing up for them. But we have some really exciting Marvel ones to mention to you all. Are you all heading to Gen Con this year? Uh, can't do it. No, unfortunately. we're. I, and I don't think Mike is able to go either. So 
um, we have to live vicariously through all of our minions who go to Gen Con. So that's fair. That's fair. They will be having a lovely time because we have three different Marvel Champions events this year. Uh, not not just sessions. That is three different separate events. Wow. Event series. Uh, we yeah, we saw the love for Marvel Champions last year, and it was a big deal that we wanted to make sure that people had the chance to play and enjoy uh, the game, like that they are coming to Gen Con. A lot of people were like, oh, this is like the thing I was looking forward to most. And so uh, when we were planning it, we really wanted to make sure we did some of the similar things that we did last year, as well as change it up and really like give back to the Marvel Champions community here. So the first one is very similar to last year's uh, Mutant Genesis uh, sneak preview, where you play through the first uh, scenario from Mutant Genesis, but this year, obviously, we're doing it with Next Evolution. Nice. Okay. So super exciting. Uh, Caleb and Tony will both be at Gen Con, I believe, so it'll be really exciting to, I mean, if you're a Marvel Champions fan and you want to talk to the designers, that's the perfect opportunity to maybe catch them uh, while they're uh, running through the games or as you see them walking around and enjoying uh, the convention. Uh, but we're also going to be hosting a learn to play because we had many players or not players yet, but many people walk up and say, Hey, I'd love to learn Marvel champions. Is this a good opportunity to do it? We're like, ah, there's, we had some demos and small things going on in uh, the exhibit hall. We, we were like, it was going well, but we thought it'd be more fun to sit down and have a official learn to play for, to get new players into the game. Mm, uh, that we're excited idea. about it. Yeah. And so we're, we're having people run through with the core set and, uh, play a scenario and just sit down and get into the game and have that experience uh, and chance. And if the other things are not sold out, which last year they were, but if they're not, people can sign up for some of those again later in the day once they learn how to play and can come back and uh, play again. Yeah, that's that's great because I, I and that's a great community engagement, getting new people into it. So having a learn to play, I think, is very smart. So. Yeah, I'm super excited for it. I'm excited to talk to some of these players and just really chat about Marvel Champions because, yeah, we had, I can't tell you the amount of people that were asking about it and they came up and they were like, where can we get some packs? Where can we do these things? And so I'm excited that we'll have an opportunity for them to sit down, get their hands on the game and learn uh, with surrounded by other fans of Marvel Champions as well, uh, because it'll go going on during the day with uh, some of the other events. That's cool. Yeah. Hey, but you said there were three things. What's the third one? I think yeah. I interrupted. Oh, you're good. So the, the third one is our, we ran uh, this past fall, the campaign contest. And so we are going to be running a, the first scenario for one of the campaign contest winners, uh, uh, winning entries. So it's, uh, oh, that's cool. yeah. So we, you know, we wanted to, since we're doing one thing for just Marvel champions players in general with the next evolution sneak peek, uh, and then we had doing one thing for new players. We also want to do something for veteran players that, Hey, you brought your your uh, your heroes and to Gen Con, and you're excited to play, and you really want to play this game. Here's another opportunity to play, so you don't have to play Next Evolution twice if that's not something you want to do. Maybe that's what you want to do, and you're all about you know run through Next Evolution, great. But if you want to try something different with your friends, uh, and this is definitely geared towards those veteran gamers, uh, we'll be yeah running the first scenario from the Awesome Campaign Volume One. Oh, I was going to ask which one it was. Okay, that's cool. Yeah. Uh, I I didn't win. I did submit a contest or a campaign, so I'm not bitter. I know it's okay. Uh, Can you you give me like a brief like? It was called Bad Business. Okay. And um, so it was Osborne. What I tried to do in the campaigns was utilize some of what I thought were the lesser 
played scenarios, and it had like risky business with additional weapons, and you were playing against uh, Absorbing Man at a certain point, and the delay counters were giving Osborne more time to get more weapons, so when you played Crossbones later on, he'd have all these Osborne tech cards based on how long it took, and there were some victory conditions. So there was kind of like these choices. Do I go for these victory points, which will give me beneficial things, but if I delay too long on some of these scenarios, uh, the bad guys get to advance and do their thing. So, Oh, awesome. Um, That's yeah. so cool. It, it was fun. Uh, it was really fun to make, and you learn, you gain some appreciation for the designers' uh, campaigns, because you're like, how do I make this make sense? Uh, things like that. So, yeah. But it's Marvel. It doesn't have to make sense. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, there's got to be some continuity, but uh, I remember that awesome campaign volume one. That'll be a fun one for folks to play, I think, so. For sure, yeah, we. I'm really excited. I think, it. you know, it's definitely for the veteran players, and uh, you're taking on Road and the Accuser, so it's it's it should be a really, really fun time for people, I think. Uh, and so, yeah, that's, like, the three Marvel Champions ones that we also, if you're just a Marvel in general fan, we're also going to be running Learn to Plays for the upcoming game Marvel Dagger uh yeah so that's cool be, yeah going on the whole weekend so if, yeah if you're a big fan of marvel and you love you know running around the globe as a hero and taking on villains or uh it, it's really it there's a there will be a lot to do in our space and definitely look forward to seeing anybody who can make it there will that marvel daggers be available to purchase at gen con it, will it have been released yeah so it actually will be uh available on site i believe uh we're hoping so at least uh but it will be released by then Awesome. Yeah, that looks a lot of fun. Um, a different style, you know, game, but oof, it looks epic, too. It's a big board. Yes, yeah, that, that board is monstrous. I I played the game a good amount. I've, I've really enjoyed every single second I've played of it. I mean, I, again, Marvel fan, so it was, like, right up my alley, but it's, it's pretty cool to, you know, work together, do some crazy combos, and you really feel like you're embodying some of those heroes, and uh, like you're smashing certain things together in a certain order to make sure you come out on top against some of these nemeses. I've not even heard of this. Oh my gosh. Yeah. You have to go back and watch the live stream. Yep. Oh, the live stream. Okay. Yeah. We did an unboxing. Is it like the Eldritch horror of Marvel? It is not. It is like a completely new thing. It's, it is, I mean, the only thing that is similar the between the two is that there is a, map that includes the globe okay but i mean that doesn't narrow it down there's a ton of games like that uh <laughs> right <laughs> uh oh so it's like this okay any game yeah it's yeah it's yeah you can make a million games uh but no it's it's really it's really cool game i mean ton, like a ton of heroes and you talk about like some of the versatility and champions and some of that versatility definitely seen here where you smash different aspects to different heroes and then also minions with a nemesis and different things like that and a lot of it's randomized through a deck for different things it's it's very interesting there's a lot to it and uh we i'm looking forward to people seeing more of it and i think awesome if you are a marvel champions fan and you love board games and things it's definitely worth a try yeah it sounds like uh like you guys at FOG are firing on all cylinders you got lots of new announcements lots of fun games coming out uh, looking forward to trying everything so uh, yeah, just don't, I, don't it, tell my wife I'm gonna buy this stuff, okay? So, I uh, yeah, I hope my wife doesn't listen either because I already have too many <laughs> games in my office and I'm running out of room. It's 
encroaching on the rest of the space in our house. Well, so. <laughs> you, you have to do it for work, right? I mean, yeah, it's yeah. it's a work investment, right? Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. I'm just doing research. That's, yeah, there that's you what go. I'm saying. No, you yeah. you just gotta call it an art collection, and it's fine. <laughs> I'll just get I'll frame some of the boxes and yeah. Yeah. cards and things so it looks yeah a little more artsy up there it'll be, it'll, be, it'll be good i'm sure it'll be fine she's also a big gamer so she does not mind at all <laughs> oh that helps that helps now if you guys did a uh ticket to ride marvel champions mashup that my my wife would play that one and if there were cats so somehow <laughs> <laughs> i know that that's not your game at all so uh <laughs> company but uh all right um well, this has been great. Did we miss any questions, Daniel? Are, I don't are think there, so. Sanders, anything else you want to talk to us about? Anything else you want to tell us or talk to the community or, or say? Uh, I think uh, I've, I've said everything I needed to. I, I mean, I'm looking forward to learning more about all these games and learning more about Marvel Champions here in the near future. And uh, uh, excited to start this new role and interact more with you all in the community. And I look forward to seeing everybody who's going to be at Gen Con. So if you are there, please. Come say hi. Uh, I'll be around the booth the entire time. So uh, if you want to chat Marvel Champions or any games or see see how far I've gotten, yeah, stop by and say hello. Right on. And Xander, you have a key to the lair anytime you want to stop by. Oh, my gosh. I appreciate it. I'll, I'm going to be around too often. I'm going to be stealing That's leftovers out of the fridge. It's going to be a nightmare. Just take the stuff labeled Canadian food. It's fine. Yeah. For likes. <laughs> yeah. No one else. No one can eat that. So, um, but yeah, thank you so much for, for coming by and for black Tom Cassidy and creeping willows are fantastic. Um, and it's just great to meet you, sir. Wonderful. Yeah. It's great meeting you both as well. And, uh, I really appreciate you having me on and definitely look forward to, uh, hearing what you all have to say as next evolution arrives. Well, Steve, other people might have stuff to say and they might want to tell us how would they do that? Yeah, if you're going to Gen Con, you want to let us know if you have if you know who Black Tom Cassidy is, uh, please let us know. Okay, you can email us at criticalencounterspod at gmail.com. We're at Critical Encounters on Facebook. You can find our YouTube channel or Patreon by searching for Critical Encounters Podcast. And on Discord, we have Vardane, Big Phone Loaf, and Wandering Took. If you like our show, tell your friends. If you don't like our show, tell your enemies. Magneto, take us out. To oppose the master of magnetism is to invite your own destruction.